Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Enigma Podcast. We are live and direct in Las Vegas, Nevada. It is a beautiful day, even though it is the Sin City. I'm feeling blessed, no less. <coughs> Sorry, coming down with a little bit of cold, but that doesn't stop me. My guest I have tonight or today, depending on what time you're listening to this at, he's a fighter, no less. Man's been traveling all over the U.S., he is someone who, you know, unironically became my friend in, <laughs> in, in a quick fashion just because we're on the same wavelength. But I'll introduce his name later. Just listen to the music, get in the, get in the groove, and, you know, we're going to have some fun. I already mentioned it before, but he's a fighter. He is a world traveler. He is on the same wavelength as someone I'd want to be with my guest for today. My guy, Aiden Rubidu, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, guys. How you doing? Yo, man, life's been great. Life's been great. How about you, my brother? How you? How's your day been so far? Day has been slow. Just working on school. About to finish out my semester here at uh, CSN Las Vegas. CSN Las Vegas. That's what the southern part. Yep. Uh, man, I don't do school, so I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know about any of the things. I even. I don't even want to go to UNLV. But <coughs> man, yeah. tell us a little about yourself. You know. You're 18, which is crazy. If you've seen him, he does not look 18. <laughs> yeah, I'm 18. I'm about 6'3", uh, 200 pounds. I don't think you need to just say all that. You're kind of flexing everyone <laughs> yeah, that's listening. Just a little bit. The reason he's saying that is because he's a, he's a, when, I, when I mentioned he's a fighter, he just got into amateur boxing, and he's on his way to being a pro, at least I hope soon, I right? I hope so, yeah, soon. I'm taking a break right now so I can focus and make sure that I finish out this uh, school semester strong, you know. School, mm. What you doing? Um, what's your major, bro? Uh, business. I think I'm gonna change it over to marketing, though. Marketing. Oh, that's that's. I like to hear that. I love to hear that. I love marketing. Yeah. <clears throat> Just the way things go. But I mentioned world travel. Where you been? Tell me where you been. Tell the people where you've been. So I've been to Mexico. I've been to France and Monaco. I've been up northern France and southern France, and then I went over to uh, Monaco and Monte Carlo. And it was it was a really nice experience, really nice area out there. He said Monte Carlo. That's that's one of, that's on my bucket list, and I haven't been anywhere anywhere in Europe yeah. yet. I always say yet yeah, because it's a it's a fact. You cannot make me. You can't make me not believe that I'm not gonna be traveling unless you like strapped me down for ninety days and said you're not going anywhere. Yeah. But man, I remember um when I spoke to you last week. You were telling me a little bit about your story on how you were coming up, how your childhood was. So, yeah. give me a little bit of, like, just tell the people a little bit about your backstory and all that, and how, like, you came up, how you ended up basically in Vegas All right, yeah, throughout so, the years. So, originally, I was living in uh, Denver, Colorado, and um, things were kind of hard down there. There was a lot of bullying, so we decided we would move up to the mountains in Colorado, and that's where a lot of opportunity opened up for me. I started snowboarding and uh, snowmobiling. Which was a, it was really mind clearing at the time, and then I just finished out high school there. I played some football and stuff, and then um, I was looking for colleges. And my parents decided, hey, uh, we want to go out to Vegas because uh, we have family out there anyway. And I was like, cool. Well, I might as well go check out the college there. So, and and that during that summer, that transition is when I originally started boxing. So. Yeah, I don't want to get in a room with you, bro. <laughs> I'm a submission specialist. I don't. I haven't. <laughs> box anyone as of late but that's fire bro i mean my story is my story's like on a complete 180 on how i got here but we're not gonna go into that right now <clears throat> but 
I don't know. You guys can't see where where we are currently. I mean, soon, sooner or later, I'm gonna have it, have it set up where I can record the podcast. That way, you can see our faces and our expressions. But our area is kind of nice, you know. Yeah, it is. This house is kind of nice. Every every time I come here, I'm like, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, thankful to my parents for that one. Um, oh yeah, your, your parents. You mentioned that they um, they had really. Now, when I, let me make myself clear. I don't hate jobs. Anyone, if anyone's, like, I don't hate jobs. I, if, matter of fact, if I were, to, if someone were to give me like, oh, you can an, you can be an animator. I'll teach you how to animate and make your fucking best anime. I'm like, shit, I'll take that job. Yeah. You mentioned they were doing what aerospace. Yeah. So my dad was now explain a little bit of what that is because some people might not understand what that so, is. So aerospace is, um, well, basically the company they worked for. Um, they did a lot. They did a lot of, uh, what I would say. Uh, um, military weaponry and stuff for the for the military and um, a lot of rockets and stuff for going to space and that's basically what that company did and my <coughs> my dad was a uh, bu- was the business director there uh, for about thirty years and my mom helped to plan the building of the rockets there for about thirty years. And so basically, your dad was a businessman basically, yeah. and your mom was an like a ar- I say architect because she was like paving yeah. the way. That's like basically how every household is. It's like so. It's so weird, isn't it? How yeah. the dad is like, "All right, this is what I'm gonna do," and the mom's like, "All right, let me pave the path." Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> now, what's your um? Because I know you want to do you want to do boxing, but like, what's your ultimate goal, or is boxing like being the best boxer your ultimate goal? Well, I think boxing teaches a lot of things, a lot of character building, um, a lot of things like that for me. It may not be my ultimate goal to be the best boxer in the world but it definitely teaches a lot of good points and stuff for living my life so eventually it's just be an entrepreneur and be successful that's the main goal i don't know exactly how i'm going to get there yet but i i just have it in my mind that I, that's going to happen mm, oh give, you got give me a dab <laughs> for that one i fucked with that one so hard <coughs> so entrepreneur i love i love when people say that because it's just the freedom that's the reason it's so so what's the word i'm looking for attractive to the like a young audience like us like 18 20 21 so on and so forth is because the freedom because like nowadays we like we want our freedom yeah and we're living on a I guess you say we're living. The old system is trying to keep us back, but then we're like entrepreneurship. We're yeah. going this way. Yeah, and kids our so age definitely don't want to be told what to do. <laughs> that is true. Oh, hey, it's a coyote. Yeah, if you didn't know, we're in the mountains right now, and I, we see a coyote that's just grilling us while it's walking away. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you live in a very peculiar area, man. Yeah, that's that's for sure. We've got roadrunners, coyotes, all of the above. Roadrunners and coy- you just said you just said ro- roadrunners and coyotes. Yeah, it's like the fucking cartoon. Yep, that's how it is out here. <laughs> you just see, a, you just see a, um a coyote building a big wall for a roadrunner. <laughs> <laughs> so entrepreneur, entrepreneur Aiden Rubidu, that has an amazing ring to it. Yes, sir. I'll tell you that much. Ultimate goal, my ultimate goal though. It's just be a international speaker. Like my my friend, who's probably listening to this right now, Genesis Adaris. Me and her are on, are on the same wavelength as like being an international speaker, and it's like a friendly competition on who can like be um be a be the best. Not be the best because like we're both good or um great in our own ways, but it's like who can like go further yeah. than each other. Yeah. 
but all in all we're gonna be like pulling each other up like oh you're doing that wrong here let me show you the right way yeah and vice versa like like when i i spoke to her when you were with there we were yeah. there we were spinning ideas that's i think that's the main the great thing about entrepreneurship is the is the mastermind behind it yeah that's the only way you can make it is if you're talking to your peers and talking to other people that are on the same um on, track as you yeah and if you don't then isn't yeah it's not gonna it's not gonna help you that's for sure mm not just just like dream stealers who don't help like yeah. like did you have any dream stealers whenever you were um coming up or like even now in um in vegas because I, I remember you talked about whenever you moved here um no one was really like f- for lack of better, better term no one was really fucking with you yeah and then you all of a sudden you start showing like the glimpse and glamour like your house yeah. and where you're living at and everyone's like hey aiden buddy yeah. Yeah. but then again they're not really there for you they're just there for the I guess you could say the symptoms, which is would be you be living in this um very nice, very well kept house. I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Yeah, well, the thing is, no matter who you are, if if you show positivity in your life and something that other people want, there's always gonna be leeches. And of course, when when I moved out here, a lot of people were sad to see me go, but at the same time, they didn't they didn't necessarily keep in contact with me. But as soon as I started posting my house on the internet and stuff on Snapchat and all that. Then it was like, oh hey, um, hitting me up to come fly out, come hang out, and it and it was I wasn't really feeling anything in return. So, I mean, I guess I guess yeah, just keep your keep your circle tight and small. Only trust like people that you know that that can make it with you and not feed off of you. Mm, so the equivalent exchange of value, which yeah. is basically basically the whole topic he was just talking about. It's funny because I haven't had that happen to me yet. But I know for a fact that it will happen oh, yeah, because of because of the um, road I'm taking and where I'm going and the people I'm surrounding myself with. I know for a fact that people back in Brockton who, because I love my city or I love my my old hometown, but there just wasn't a lot of activity or brain stimulating activity that could bring everyone forward. And so most of the people there might just be end up staying there, like a lot of people that just you know they never venture out of their hometown. Yeah. And I know for a fact, whenever I start traveling, you're like, yo, bro, what about that thing you show me? And I'm like, yo, bro, I don't want to show you anymore. (laughs) I got to go. go." But I think it's just all about moving forward. Don't you agree? It really is. Um, I don't like to stay in one spot mentally for too long because then I, I I can get anxiety and stuff like that. So I make sure that I'm always thinking about the next idea, always thinking about what I can do next to better myself and better my, uh, my goals. Mm, you just spoke on anxiety. Why do you Why do you believe you um get anxiety? Because because uh, the reason I'm bringing this up, folks, is because when you learn the power of now or when you read about it, you learn what anxiety truly means. So I'm just asking him what he what he feels anxiety is to him. So anxiety to me is uh, it's a buildup of almost not fear, but this it's it's a similar feeling to fear in 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 your chest. And it makes me worry a lot. And, I mean, I get on my toes and I'm like, oh, God, what am I going to do? And stuff like that. So, Do you feel as if you're thinking too much in the future? Yeah. Mm. Thinking about a lot the future definitely triggers that a lot. So um, deadlines, just things like that. So I, I, try, to, I try to be focusing on the, on the next thing, right? But I make sure that um, I keep my head level and... And definitely finish those ideas that I'm working on. Mm, I'm glad you brought it back to the present because yeah. <clears throat> I, I'll agree with you. Like I'm not perfect at all. I'm I'm 18. Like li- just last yeah. year, I had to ask to go to the bathroom in high school. <laughs> so 
but just in a whole year you can see how the evolution of someone is and i feel yeah. like in the next year you're, you're gonna be great as well and same yeah. same with me but um learning the power of now was like just a big for a lack for a, another lack of a better word it was a big mind fuck because yeah, i mean I because think... you because we um focus so much on the past as well as the future and that leaves no room for the present to be like oh look this the present moment is the greatest moment we have and so as soon as i learned that from um one of my mentors al Ford, and then i read the book the power of now by um eckhart um tolly i was like yo yeah. <laughs> this is something that happens and then i started getting to the pre the present moment and i'm like yo there's no greater moment now yeah. even though i do think about the future it's not so much of like oh god what's gonna happen it's uh, more of a like oh this is where i want to go let me put yeah. action in right now yeah so it can get to that vision that i have yeah i think another thing that sidelines along with that is a lot of kids nowadays are um, being cemented into their brains that they need to do things like need to go to college need to go to school and all this i think once an individual can open up their mind and realize what they want as a as a human being and what they want to accomplish then that's when you can start bettering yourself and, and bettering your goals mm, and that, that also falls in line with having a wooden attitude because i assume you grown since we're both 18 it still still does not ring in my mind that you're 18 dude yeah. like as when i when i met him guys i was like all right this dude's like about 2021 20, <laughs> and then we meet at the party he's like yeah bro i'm i'm, I'm 18 and i'm like what yeah so i did not win the genetic lottery guys he he <laughs> definitely won bro <laughs> i did spar with him and he packs a punch so if anyone wants to box with him or get in a training room with him hey i'll, I'll give him his your contact info for that definitely, definitely. but um the winning attitude a lot of people just don't have it like it's just it's, crazy to it me. all comes with confidence if you're confident in yourself then and you believe that you will not lose then there's a good there's chance no other, you won't there's like no other way around it yeah like you can't make someone believe that they won't win if they believe that they will win right yeah and i, I think i that i had to learn that a lot because i when i first started um it's crazy like two days after my birthday like i started gum basically i made the the decision to <coughs> um like go into business for myself and like you know work on myself because this is what i wanted i made that decision two days after my birthday because i was officially an adult yeah. in the eyes of in the eyes of society and um i mean i always had the like oh i can do this but it wasn't like a surefire uh it was like a, eh, can i do yeah. this can i really do this but as the months went on as like as i went through more challenges as like more walls you could say appeared yeah. and i was breaking through them i'm like yo i can do this like i'm yeah. going to do this did you ever did you ever come to a certain turning point where you're like all right this is what i'm doing there's no turning back B bridges are burnt yeah definitely when i moved to vegas that was definitely a big one um coming out here and and doing what i wanted to do was like okay well here we go we have to start a whole new circle of, of people that i want to surround myself with oh yeah that, that, that was the same with me whenever i moved here in um august i was like yo i'm leaving <laughs> i'm leaving everyone um that's in my mastermind circle in the east coast but the thing is, is like almost four times a year we'll i i see them because we travel the world non-stop because like that's literally one of the things i do is i like, travel for a living yeah. and it's fucking amazing just travel travel it's so good yeah like what was one of the best your one of your best travel stories that you can tell us 
and you and you can you can make it rated R too. This is a this is a rated R. Oh okay. So when I went to France, but don't be too raunchy, all right, bro. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, so when I went to France, um, I went to stay. I I got a part of this program with my school to where I got to stay with a family. Um, for uh, you were an exchange student. <laughs> kind of. It was only for a week. Uh-oh. So, so I got to stay with him, and his parents were really wealthy, and they were always working though. So me and this kid about my age had the house to ourselves right on the beach in southern France, right? <laughs> so we invite all these people over. I, I, I'm pretty, I'm in the early stages of learning to speak French. And, and so I can't really communicate with people, right? Mm-hmm. So we invite, we, we invite over a bunch of girls, right? We're, we're two guys just chilling yeah. home alone on a beach, right? So I get asked... If if these two girls want to have a three way with me, <laughs> okay, like, like no joke, and and at this time I was I was barely seventeen. We'll teach you some French. <laughs> yeah, you want to yeah. go learn some French? That's the funny crazy. Thing is I couldn't understand them, right? <laughs> so it ended up not happening, and that's just because of the language barrier. But it was the funniest thing to me that because <laughs> I was seventeen years old, I was still young and right. They were soliciting you for. Yeah, sex. Oh my god! Like, they wanted the American <coughs> meat, right? The American meat. <laughs> uh, the craziest travel story I had. Um, I mean, this year was like the first year that I've ever traveled alone, like on my own dime. Yeah. Um, I I told you about how I almost died in LA. Yeah. <laughs> well, for you, for those who don't know, um, back in April I w- traveled to LA <coughs> with a bunch of friends. And um, we're on Hollywood Boulevard. We drive to Hollywood Boulevard. And there's these scooters called Birds. We all take a bird. And we're driving down to um, Melrose Ave. And um, we're going really fast down the hill. And a car, we're crossing the street and a car pulls out. I basically, basically you could say I like went over the hood. But <laughs> like, and it, it was pretty bad too. I didn't get hurt, but I just like, I just got back up, got on my scooter, just kept on going because I didn't want no, you know, I should have, I should have done insurance fraud. <laughs> nah, I'm not that, I'm not that fucked up. But that, that's funny. Uh, my, my next on my bucket list is Tokyo, Japan. I've already told a bunch of people, I'm yeah. like, yo bro, we're going to Tokyo in Tokyo. 2020. Yeah, that's a that's a big opportunity place for sure. Oh, not just for opportunity. I just want to go there because there's yeah. a, there's this temple called I think it's I mean I don't know what it's called in Japan, but basically like the English translation is like the Temple of Water, <clears throat> and there's three fountains, right? And um, they each represent a different type. The one one water um, represents um, I think like longevity of life. Mm-hmm. One um, is wisdom, and the other one is. I can't remember what the other one is. I think it's like love life. Yeah. And what you do basically is like you drink it and then you like you pour it all over yourself and whatever thing you drink, you get that. So I'm I'm thinking like which well would I really want? Because you can only do it once. Like that's what the gods, the Japanese gods say is you can only do it once. <sighs> which one would you do? <laughs> Truly, which one would you do? Man, um, I definitely longevity of life. Longevity of life? You want to live longer? Yes, I do. I mean... I when mean, your lifespan's already 100 years. <laughs> I know, but, like, being able to live longer would be amazing for me because, I mean, a lot of people look at life as, oh, once I get to 70, like, my life's over, I'm retired, I'm old, I can't do anything. But no, if if you do the right things and keep yourself active and healthy, then living longer and seeing what the future has to hold for, our, like, just a, not even the United States, but the whole world, I mean, it's it's something I really want to be a part of. 
I'd want wisdom, bro. I need yeah. my third eye to open. But, yeah, but with time comes wisdom. Mmm, <laughs> that was good. That's a good one. So you get you get to kill two birds with a stone. You know, it's funny you talking about like the longevity of like the seventy year old. My life's over. Yeah. Do you know Gary Vee? Yeah, I do. He always talks about like how like even like seventy year olds you're like you're at the beginning of your fucking life. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think Gary Vee's like about forty, like forty five or something, and he's like, bro, I'm still young as fuck. I'm just yeah, getting started. Yeah. And it makes me think like, bro, you and me are like, if we're gonna like we're compare, 18. we're eighteen. Like we have so much time. In the next, but then again, we have to we have to do things with urgency. Yeah, we do. Cause I want to have a lavish life by twenty three. Yeah, yeah. And so it makes me think in the next ten years. We'll still be tw- in our twenties. Yeah, <laughs> like that's scary. Like, it doesn't scary, but it's like a holy shit factor. Yeah, it's like yeah, wow factor. <sighs> if you ever, if you hear me blowing, folks, it's because we're outside and it is getting pretty chilly. It's about forty-eight degrees. It's forty-eight degrees, but like it doesn't feel like forty-eight. Like Boston forty-eight and Las Vegas forty-eight don't compare. Yeah, cause it's like it's like dry here. Yeah, it's dry, but then whenever it gets like midnight, like oh, it's cold because we're in the Mojave Desert, right? Or at least part of it. Yeah. Area fifty one is like over, the, o- over those <laughs> over those mountains. Yep. We're gonna do Area fifty one raid part two. <laughs> which failed miserably. <laughs> it was just a music festival, from what I understood. But but there's no way they could ever I mean that's a whole different topic. That's a whole different topic <laughs> for a for a for a different episode, but Man, we talked about winning me- mentality, but like, what about the opposite, like the victim mentality? Like, let me speak on that a little bit. I was watching a um, basically like an hour, hour and fifty minute interview, and it was with this um, a, this one percenter, because you know the one percent, the ninety nine percent, blah blah blah. Yeah. Peter um Schiff or Swift, I don't know what his last name was, but he um, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast actually, and I watched a little bit of that. But basically, he's like, I'm the one per. This was during the Occupy Wall Street mm-hmm. whole thing that they did. And um, he's like, I'm the 1%, let's talk. And, you know, usually people who have a lot of money, their minds are open. They have a winning mentality. It's like, I can do this because I desire it. I'm going to go after it. Yeah. And as he's talking to all these, you guess you could say 99 percenters, just the victim mentality is showing so hard. Yeah. Like they're, And it's, all, it's like the Robin Hood theory where, like, you know, take from the rich, give to the poor. Yeah. But then the Robin Hood theory basically backfired on everyone. Yeah. Um, and they're not understanding that he's adding value to people in the marketplace because I, I think he um i'm not sure what he does exactly but i know he does a lot of investments well the investments he makes adds value to people so that's why he got his money yeah and everyone's like give me give me your money like basically like yeah. give me your money if you're so rich and you can help us and he's like no i don't want to do that i want to help you guys get rich yeah it's like the um proverb I'm not sure if it's a proverb. Sorry if there's any religious people um, <laughs> um, listening to this, but it's like um, uh, a poor man will ask the fisherman for the fish, but a wise man will ask the fisherman how to fish. Yeah. And all these people are like, "Give me your fish! Give me your fish!" When the yeah. fi- when Peter is like, "I want to teach you how to fish." Yeah. But no yeah. one's listening to him, and they're calling him the Peter a fool. And I'm like, bro, and it's hurting. It's hurting my my brain because after like it took me um. I mean, I was always open-minded. I, I I guess you could say I was too open-minded. I was, like, oh, gullible to an extent. <laughs> um, took too many, looked at too many opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> That's my own fault. Um, but uh, <clears throat> it took me, like, about a month to be, like, very open-minded. Like, I can win. I can win yeah. an entrepreneurship. Like, okay, this and happened. The, and these okay, people, are, and these people yeah. are, like, 20-plus 
and they still have a victim mentality. Like, yeah. like, how, like, who do you know? Or if you don't want to name names, but like, is there anyone that like comes to mind whenever you think of victim mentality? And, like, do you have a story about that? Because oh, I, I, I have a, I have a bunch of stories, but I'll say it after yours. Where I come from is it's a whole community that's very close-minded. It's a small community up in the mountains somewhere, and everybody has a mentality that if you're different or something like that, and you want to have these big, lofty dreams and goals, and oh, you're different, that's not acceptable here, you know? And, I mean, just the whole... That really inspired me just to get out of there and and uh, do what I wanted to do, which was to come here, so... That's funny, because um, Mark Aceto, one of my um, mentors, he's like, why do we... um why do we try to fit in when we were born to stand out? Yeah. Which is an, ama- an amazing um, quote by him. And I'm like, yeah, like, think the things. Yeah, sorry if you just saw that pause. We just heard a weird, <laughs> a very weird sound happen by the water. And it's like freaking us out. Oh, okay. That's what it. <laughs> if you guys hear that, that's a, like a bit of a fountain. I don't, I don't, no, it's fine. We can have the fountain going. Okay. It adds a bit of the ambience okay. <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> I really hope it doesn't mess up the audio. That's funny. Oh, no more fountain. <laughs> or oh, more fountain. <laughs> but no, let, 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 let your mom put the fountain on. <laughs> but, um... Oh, yeah, born to stand out. So many people back in my hometown. I know, I'm not. Sometimes I feel like I'm complaining about my hometown, but I'm not really because there's a lot of people that really want to win. Yeah. It's just the fact that they're misguided on who to look for and what comes their way. Because because I my um Alfor and I showed you um clips of him, mm-hmm. my my mentor. Yeah. He said I'm not sure if it was his quote or but he basically said the definition of poor or poor people is passing over opportunities repeatedly. Yeah. And that that rings a I wouldn't say rings a bell, but it like speaks to me because they say by the time you're like 25, you've already passed up like three or two opportunities yeah. to, to like, you know, make it big. Here we are, 18. An opportunity already came my way. An opportunity is definitely coming your way. And it's nothing but up. But then on the flip side, the amount of people that like just need, I wouldn't say need help because that makes me feel like, makes me feel like I'm bigger than them. Just needs guidance, like a base, like a pull up, like a, say i'm like on a ledge and i'm trying to pull you up it's like yo here grab my hand bro that's the type of um help that i want to give back to my community and but it all starts with me i have to put in the action just like you have to put in the action for whatever entrepreneur um entrepreneurial wow i just sounded like a little kid with that (laughs) entrepreneurial (laughs) um, entrepreneurial um venture you want to take but it all starts with us like It is beautiful right now, bro. Yeah. If you, if I want everyone who's listening to this, if you are outside or even near a window, just look outside and just envision what you want your life to be in the next five years. Because I already have a vision of what I want to do in the next five years, and I'm fucking boosting towards that. Yeah, I'm on a rocket ship towards that. We're going to space. Yep. Twenty two. No, literally, we're literally going to space. Yeah. Like, there's um. To go to Mars for for um <coughs> for this venture I do um there's a there's a trip uh literally a trip to space you know Virgin Galactica oh yeah you know um basically you you know like blackbirds how they hover the the um orbit they don't actually go to space yeah I mean it is space still but basically you can go on Virgin Galactica 
and hover in space for like 90 minutes. Yeah. And I already know for a fact that thing's going to sell out, but I so I just want to do that so bad. Yeah. Like, just imagine the fly-ass pictures. I'm like, I'm in space. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Instead of going to, I don't know, Egypt, I'm like, I'm going to space, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, the evolution of Aiden, what do you see yourself evolving? Like, what is what is your next step that you plan to take in the next couple months? Because we always talk about the future, like years from now. But like, what what do you plan on doing like now? So for me, it's creating a platform. Creating a platform. Yeah, YouTube, getting a, a good amount of following and and being able to capitalize off that and go from there. There's a lot of platforms out there. Yeah, you can do Twitch, the IRL streaming that works a lot. Yeah, YouTube. I I seen if. I'm about to, po- guys, I'm not sure if, um, whenever I release this episode, but I'm releasing a, a, a video on YouTube. Most of the videography is done by Aiden <laughs> and, and this guy's angles and skills, like no, like no other, the person that comes close to you is my, my guys, Nikki seasons and Eric elite that those are the people that come close to your angles. I'm like, whenever I saw him recording, I was like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna do some big stuff. Yeah, we're gonna do some big things here. But that means you need to do it for yourself, though. You can't be yeah. no help, cause you have a lot. You have a lot. Like your, how your life goes. You have, basically, a side of your story, that I can't tell. You can, you can only say so much and do so much, on like, on like my side of the lens. Yeah. So I think for you, you could definitely take um, a lot of things that you have in your head, and just push them out. Yeah. Cause don't you feel that's like. You said that platform's the next step. And then what do you what do you feel like what are you gonna do with that platform? Like what are the specifics? Um with that platform I wanna be able to um document my um my progressive successfulness. Like if success. Yeah. Successfulness. Um and document that and be able to use the platform to reach out to other business owners or uh content creators that I can that I you know that I can uh, collab with and get new ideas for um, basically just just continuing the ultimate goal, which is just success. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's fire. I feel like <coughs> I feel like as though success is just gonna be a symptom. Cause do you feel as it's more of like um, an individual success, or do you feel like? your impact will help you with your success because to me for what i want to do or what i'm doing is i want to impact and then success and money is just going to be a symptom of my impact because yeah, a lot of a lot of the stuff that um that's like basically taught down for me from my mentors joe lacoco and al foreign basically is a lot like instead of just giving it to me i want to spread it to thousands of people and then from that just the money's just going to come regardless yeah and i think that's what i was trying to get across with uh, the whole youtube platform is being able to show you know other people and impact other people to you know get up get up and go do something you know instead of just uh having a closed mind and sitting around so i think that also brings brings the the better side of like successful and rich people because for for whatever reason, like wealthy rich people are just vilified. Like, why do you think that is? Because I I know why it is. But what do you why do you think, um, they're so vilified? To me, it is so much that people see something that they don't know that they can have, and that they don't have, and they and they're mad about that. And it's just a simple solution: live in the now, go do something, go 
do something about it instead of hating people who did take those steps mm. you know because <clears throat> i remember um you told me i was i asked you about a week ago when we were down by the um, by little italy the village yeah um i asked you like about your childhood since um if for you for those who don't know th- and i hope this doesn't change what he said but basically um aiden was how am i gonna word this where it doesn't seem pretentious <laughs> basically his his parents were worked worked their asses off to get very good aerospace jobs and basically aiden would live basically i would say he was born rich but the thing is is that he's grateful for it and he knows he is so he's not like a snotty brat because i wouldn't even be his friend if he was snotty and a yuppie but um basically like what was your childhood like growing up rich and being around people who had a lot of victim mentality oh it was the spotlight was on you at all times i mean what you did like how you acted and everything because if you if you did something that people didn't like it was it was uh, just a I don't know, a corner for bullying. So there was just a lot of that going on. Um, but yeah, as long as I, as long as I tried to be the nicest person I could to people, it was, it was, it was pretty much fine. And I remember um, he told me um, when people would start to bully him, he'd be like, "I understand you're mad. Let's talk about it." And you don't hear you don't hear that from people who um, like don't have it like that. They're just yeah. it's always who's the, whoever's the loudest yeah. thinks they win. And truly, in fact, they don't win. Like, I, yeah. I love... I don't like arguing. I, In fact, I despise it. Yeah. <laughs> but whenever I um, I start, like, disputing with people and they try to get loud, I'm just like, what, is that going to get your point across even more? Because I'm just, I'm just here trying to yeah. talk to you about a point. Yeah. I think civil discourse is very important to um, progressing in life. Just talking things out with people is, is very important. Do you think... Um, I'm going to get corny here, but do you think our world would be a better place if we had more civil discourse? Oh, yeah. More conversation and being able to understand other people's point of views and finding common ground would make the world a 50 to 80% of a better place. Mm. On the flip side, though, some people don't want their, don't want to hear. They want to be heard, but they don't want to hear. And I feel as being an entrepreneur, you see that a lot with people oh, who, yeah. who aren't um, like on the same wavelength as an entrepreneur. Yeah. And that's, that's people who were, they were stuck in their mind from a young age that they had to be a certain way and that's the way they stayed throughout their whole life and, and there's nothing you can really do about that. Um, you can't tell them what to do and th- I mean there's just so many people in the world that obviously you're going to have all, all different types of mentalities and, but is, if, if we can create a platform or impact people to open their minds and, and not be that way then yeah the world will be Yo, that's place. so fire bro <laughs> dude, i'm getting so many nuggets just listening from him. and we're the same age and i'm getting so many nuggets from this dude i think that's great you and so going back to your family you're an only child yeah yeah i i have uh, too many siblings <laughs> but um the the second oldest my my youngest brother I literally had to like I wouldn't say I pounded it into him but I'm like I passed down basically philosophies he's 15 right now I basically passed on the, like, like you say, the wealthy philosophies on, like, how to win. And I think that's something we sh- I, I think you'd be able to do if you had a sibling. Yeah. Because, I, dude, if I... That's one, if yeah, you had a little brother, that man would be so successful for a fact, dude. This this <laughs> yeah. man has added so much value to me. And I hope he's added value to all of y'all. Man, I appreciate you being on this podcast, Aiden.
Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. There's no way. There's no other way but up for us. Yep, that's that's right. And you'll be you'll be seeing him soon. Probably in a couple months when he's you know when we when he's a pro boxer, <laughs> when he's challenging Mayweather. But if y'all enjoyed this podcast, please send me a DM on Instagram and give me some feedback because I'd love to hear your thoughts on what I could do better, what it was good, what you enjoy out of this. But until next time, my folks, I hope y'all have a blessed day and let's get let's grow.